Welcome to the Lancet Respiratory Medicine Podcast. I'm Aaron Van Dorn, speaking to you from the Lancet's New York office. I spoke today with Dr. Warren Laney, Professor of Respiratory Child Health at Keele University in the UK and author of a spotlight piece calling for a global children's charter focusing on the diagnosis and treatment of childhood asthma globally. Dr. Laney, this project seeks to improve the global diagnosis and management of asthma in children through education and training. Can you provide some background to the project and how it came about? Yes, delighted to do so. Asthma is probably the commonest disease seen in children throughout the world. But if we look over the past two or three decades, any report anywhere in the world tends to show that children, despite having the disease and having treatment, still have symptoms. Their lives are significantly affected. They have reduced activity during the day. Sometimes they can't play games and sports. They often wake at night because of a cough and noisy breathing, so they miss their sleep. When it's more severe, they miss schooling. And this doesn't happen in one or two. It happens in a lot. Not only that, although the medicines have improved, our understanding of the disease has improved, what we're finding is that hospital admissions are not falling. In fact, in some places, they're rising in numbers. And also deaths from asthma, although in children it's less common than in adults, it is higher in lower middle income countries. It's not falling anywhere clearly in the world. So it just looks as though we're having a lot of symptoms, a lot of missed school, a lot of hospital admissions and deaths that are not falling. Surely we can do better than this. In developing a global children's charter, you outline what every child with asthma should have access to in whatever part of the world they are in. What are the main barriers to implementing these goals? Yeah, that's that's a very good question. I think that there are different problems in different parts of the world. Access to care in some countries is almost non-existent. In others, access to care is fine, but the appropriate treatments aren't available. In some countries, the treatments are available, but for instance, the spacer device that you need along with an inhaler isn't available. It can be purely financial. A lot of it can be improved just by everybody knowing more about the disease. We think we know more about the disease, but many families, many parents have phobias, fears, irrational thoughts about what asthma is and different cultures approach it in different ways. The one thing that we do now accept is that this is not one disease. It's many diseases and it's very different from country to country. So I think those are the main barriers. They can be at the family level, they can be at the healthcare provider level where there aren't any healthcare providers, nobody trained. It can be at government and business level where other diseases take priority. Depends on the country we're talking about. Varies from country to country. How do you set quality standards in all countries of the world and unify or simplify international asthma guidelines? I think that's a very good question. How how do you set standards and simplify guidelines? What we want to do is to develop a charter. That's just a start. This shows what the basic requirements are. But what you can't do is to dictate that this is what should happen all over the world. We firstly have to get the charter established, recognized, and agreed. Once that happens, we then have to look locally 
within a country, either for the country itself or different parts of that country, and find some champion, somebody who's willing to take this forward and wants to take it forward. That champion can then apply the standards that are set in the charter and modify them accordingly for that particular country or part of the country. By doing that, we can then use groups such as the International Primary Care Respiratory Group, and they can develop training programs appropriate for that country, appropriate for that culture, and just train a small number of people. And then those people can go into the country and train others in a cascade way. So I think by focusing on the country, focusing on a champion, and then that person bringing in other people to be trained, it's a process that can work. It's been shown to work in a small way in other parts of the world in other diseases. We can do this in children with asthma as well. What's interesting over the years is that asthma was thought to be a disease that was common in Europe, North America, Australasia, and wasn't common in the equatorial belt. What has become obvious over the past 20 years is that the number of children in that equatorial belt, and particularly in the low and middle income countries, the numbers of children with asthma have increased tremendously. And in Africa, for instance, there is confusion about what is the illness. Is this pneumonia? Is it tuberculosis? Is it HIV? Or within all of these children with really quite severe disease, is there also severe asthma? That has been going unrecognized, increasingly so, over recent years. So it truly is a disease of global proportions and affecting all of the world's countries, but particularly now affecting those lower middle income countries. Dr. Laney, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Well, I'm very grateful to be given the opportunity to say a few words here. I think all of us in the group feel quite passionately that we can do something about it, we want to do something about it, and together there's no reason why we can't.